Hello and welcome to the Conscious Leadership Podcast. My name is Julie Hogbin and I am the creator of the three weekly episodes that are produced. Wealth Wednesday, the A to Z of business on Friday and a longer content piece or interview on a Monday. If you like what you hear, please share this podcast if you think it would support and help somebody else. could not start the new year without a session on goal setting and what that really means for us. I really, really couldn't, even though I really, really wanted to. Many, 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 many people set their New Year's resolutions. They do them at the end of the year. They start them at the beginning of the year and they stop starting them midway through January. Some people get to February, but in the main, the majority of people probably goes back to the 80-20 rule. Probably 80% of people do not achieve their goals for various reasons. And that's what this recording, this session is about. It's thinking about what are goals? Why do you set them? Why do we need them? We have them all the time anyway, which I'll come on to. And then what does that really mean for you and your future? And where do you, where can you set goals within your life? Because it covers everything. So let's have a bit of a context setting of goal setting. And when you really think about what goals are, they have been and are promoted as a panacea, panacea, nearly said that, for improving individual employee and organizational motivation for performance. Now let's unpick that a bit. Motivation is an internal driver. There are external factors that can motivate you. And in reality, if you don't want to do something, you won't do it. Now, you can go into the concepts of the carrot and the stick and whether you're attracted or whether you're driven. We are all very different. So what works for one will very possibly and potentially not work for somebody else. Definition of, com of motivation, please write this down. Motivation is a conscious or unconscious driving force that arouses and directs action towards the achievement of a desired goal. Now that in itself is deep and let me add something more onto that for you. We are all goal driven all of the time and I am emphasizing all why am I emphasizing all? Because everything you do is giving you something you want. Think about that. Everything you do is giving you something you want. Every result, every outcome, whatever word you use, you are achieving it because you are wanting it. So what does that mean? It means that very many of your goal-driven behaviors, your goal-driven actions are conscious. You know exactly why you're doing what you're doing. And many more of them are unconscious. You don't even really know why you are doing the thing that you are doing because you haven't consciously thought about connecting what you're doing to what you want, your desire. So let's look at this in a bit more detail. There are structures you can follow to set goals. I'll talk about those further through the episode. 
And the main thing for you to do is to create the vision that you want for your future. Now, there are various ways you can do that. You, you can hold it as a picture in your head that you reference. Any goal setting process has to be referenced. It has to be insight. It has to tap into your emotions. It has to be something that you really want. Now, it can be one of those really big, humongous goals. Some people would say there has to be a reality attached to it and other people would say there doesn't. I'm one of those people that will believe that as long as the goal is in sight and you take the actions, you will achieve it. So there's a four stage process that leads to the fifth. See it, say it, write it, believe it and you will achieve it. Now I'm combining a lot of what is in my book which is called goal setting, the how-to, and additional information. So my book was written as a core knowledge for setting goals, which we all need. And then with my belief system, I'm adding additional information into this session because I am constantly learning, constantly reviewing, constantly engaging with alternate thought processes, new thought processes, uh, new people to learn truly what makes us tick as humans. And this is the thing. Please remember, your goals can be conscious or unconscious. And they are the things that drive you to whatever it is that you're achieving. So first stage, get your vision. I cannot express the importance of this and get that expression, that vision written down. Get it as a visual picture you can see and get it written down. I mean, physically write it down. There's, there's a whole psychological process that goes around with that. So as you're writing, physically writing, you're seeing it. As you're physically writing, as you're seeing it, you're getting the picture in your head as well. If you want to create a mood board, a vision board, do that as well. Get it somewhere you can see it. Put it on your screensaver, whatever that means for you. Now, one of the things with goals, and I will give you a structure to follow in this episode, one of the things with goals is that more often than not, we are off track. We are that aeroplane flying from its start to its destination, which is 95% off track. And it's the flight simulator, the flight automated system, whatever that's called, that knocks the plane through an automated process back on track to get to its destination within five minutes of its agreed time of arrival. Now, there's reasons why that happens. A, there's a system, there's a process, there's an automated um, process going on. But here's another thought process, which has just come to me. If that plane doesn't arrive at its destination, at the designed time, there are huge fines to the airline companies. Exactly the same as if a plane misses its takeoff time for technical reasons, you know, um, passenger reasons, whatever, there are fines. So there is a consequence to not achieving the goal that the company, the airline organisation, has set itself. That's just one example. Now, for the individuals that we are, for the human beings that we are, there is a consequence to everything we do. There is a consequence to our behavior. There's an upside to our behavior and there's a downside to our behavior. So we are in balance. Now, if you really want something and you are not achieving it, 
really truly look at what's stopping you. And it will be something internal. It will be something that's taking you back to your old habits. Now, that may be a fear of failure. It may be a fear of of standing out. It may be a fear of whatever it is for you. There's lots of them. They're called resistors in the change management world. So get your vision out there and then work it down. So work it backwards. If you have a goal where you want to achieve something by a certain date, work it backwards to create your plan to move forwards. Now, if you don't have a final deadline for the things that you want, create the plan and take positive action as regularly as you can to get to where you want to be. Goals with dates on, finite dates, work far more effectively as a motivator for you Forget employment, but for you, than anything else ever will. Put that final date on it. Work out why you want the thing you want. Now, I'll include in here, there's a um, a change calculation, which says D times V times P times S divided by the R gets you to where you are. So what's the D? The D is dissatisfaction. You have to be very dissatisfied with where you are to make the change. The more dissatisfaction you can create within you or within your staff team to move from where they are to where they need to be, from where you want, from where you are to where you want to be, the better it will be. The V is vision, which I've already spoken about. The P is process. How are you going to get from where you are to where you want to be? Say your goal is to redistribute weight into the universe. You're carrying too much weight. Never use the word lose because you will, if you lose something, you try to find it. That's why people go up and down and up and down with their weight gains. Plus, they don't embed the new habit. But if you want to redistribute weight, what's the process you're going to follow to do that? So how dissatisfied are you with what you currently have? Are fitness, weight, whatever that might be for you. What's the vision? So create the the vision of where you want to be. What is the process? How are you going to do that? So, you know, changing eating habits, looking at your nutritional intake, starting some form of exercise if you haven't already. Now, that could be walking, it could be running, it could be cycling, it could be going to the gym, it could be weightlifting, it could be classes, it could be swimming. So many different processes. Linking to the processes when and how you are going to do it. Get it booked into your diary. And then the S, and this is what you won't find anywhere else, what skill set do you need to do the thing that you've created the vision on? And if you haven't got the skill set, where are you going to get it from? And that's vital and it's very rarely spoken about. Now, the R, you divide all of that by the R, which are the resistors. You will work out what your resistors are. It could be fear. It could be somebody close to you that is saying, why do you want to do that? Oh, come on, just have another bit of chocolate or let's just sit down and watch the TV or, or, or. And they will influence you if you let them. So think about that when you're changing goals. 
and I'm really realizing my voice is a bit croaky on this. I'm also realizing I'm talking relatively quickly. Um, so you can probably tell I'm really quite excited about this. There's no quietness. I am excited about this because we have and are the destiny of our future. We create our future. Whatever our future is, it's us for us to create. Now, I may be challenging some, some, challenging some of you with that thought process, but we are. Take control of what you can control, which is basically you. Control that. Influence those you can influence, so the circle outside, wherever that might be. And do not end up in that no zone, that no control zone, which basically means whatever you do, you can't control. When you're in that no control zone, you very often end up bitching, moaning, whinging, complaining, gossiping behind people's backs because you can't do anything about the thing. You're choosing not to do anything about the thing. You're choosing to get into that zone of it doesn't help. So control what you can control, which is you, your habits, your behaviors. You can control all of that because it's your choice. Influence where you can. So influence those around you to support you, whatever it is that you're doing. Influencing those around you to teach you, to educate you, to support you, to challenge you. We need support and challenge. And then keep out of that no control zone. Now, I'm in my book on page 14. I think it's page 14 in the new in the revised version. You've got the wheel of life. Now, the wheel of life is it comes from a coaching tool, but your wheel of life. I'm going to say has to be in balance. You can operate when it's not in balance, but you're, it's like trying to drive a car or ride a bike on a flat wheel, on a flat tire. It's really uncomfortable and really clunky and you're not in flow when you're doing that. So your wheel of life, if you can get your spokes, for want of a better phrase, even-ish, you will have an easier journey to get to your destination. So let me read out some of the wheels of life. So are your spokes broken? You can mark them on a scale of one to 10. Um, buy the book, it's on Kindle and um, it's on an e-reader and it's also paperback. So whatever your preference is, and you'll see this, um, I'm saying buy the book, I think the e-reader e thing's like 99p anyway got a lot more information in there. So let me just read through your spokes of life. So health, fitness, nutrition, family, relationships, love life, friendships, business, work. Got relationships again. So personal relationships, work relationships, finance, your personal space, the environment that you operate in, your fun and your hobbies, your life purpose, personal development, spirituality. I can also um, add in there and think about this. What's your when you go into the financial side of it? Because I believe in true wealth, which is the our own personal economy, our own personal health and our own personal spirit, our spiritual growth and development. So you can divide this wheel of life into those three. Link into your financial, economic, personal situation. What is your pension? So think about that as well, which isn't in my initial wheel of life, but I added it in as an addendum uh, later on. 
your future, and I've said this, I don't know how many times, and this is why this podcast is called Conscious Leadership. We lead ourselves first before we lead others. Now, I was a, a mastermind uh, the last two days, and I've listened to a great guy called uh, Dylan Dinesha. He's now one of my mentors for various parts in my life. Um, and he said, you are not behind on the actions that your journey needs you to take. You are just not bringing the energy that your journey needs you to take. Now, that is a very deep statement. And I really want you to think about what that means. Play back, go back on this recording and listen to that statement again. Because everything we achieve takes energy. So if we are not achieving what we want to achieve, your energies are being directed into the wrong place. And I say wrong place because if you're not achieving what you want, then where are you, where's your focus? Where are your energies going? How high are your energies to achieve the thing that it is that you say you want? Now, we are all habits. So not only are we off track 95% of the time, we are then created and most of what we do is through habit. When you are looking to achieve a goal that you have not achieved before, you need to change your habits. You might need to change the people you surround yourself with. You might need to look at what your relationship is to money. You might need to look at where you need to personally develop. You might need to look at increasing your self-awareness of you because our habits come from our unconscious. So go back to the beginning of this episode and think about my definition of motivation. Most of what we do is driven by our unconscious being, which is us, but it's our unconscious. Now, part of that is also generational beliefs. So if you look at what your parents did, you probably can see their behaviours coming through in you. If you look at what your grandparents did, you can probably see some of those behaviours coming through into your parents, coming in through into you. Now, we have a choice about that when we understand what that and how that influences. I'm not saying it's good or bad or indifferent. It's just reality. The cultural environment that you are born and bred into, the historical environment that you are born and bred into creates who we are. We are influenced by that regardless of whether we think we're not. We are. So working out what it is that influences you will really help you to change, to do the thing that you want to do. Now, there's a difference between want and need. Think about what that is. We want things that we don't need. If, if our unconscious thinks, well, you don't need it, why do you want it? So we have to be in alignment. We have to get everything working through that channel that creates our energy, that drives us forward. You can probably hear how excited I am about this. It's so important, so, 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 so important for us to recognize how much we are in control of what we do, how much we are in control of our outcome when we take that control. And remember, control, influence, no control. If you're not getting the results that you want, if you're not getting the results that you desire, if you're not getting the results that you need, 
then you need to change. So think about the change equation that I've spoken about earlier. Create dissatisfaction in yourself with where you are. Create the vision. Work out the process to get from where you are to where you want to be. Acquire the skill sets and then work on the resistors that are stopping you getting there. And if this episode comes through with that phone ringing in the background, I apologize, but I'm not recording this, re-recording this because I have given you so much value so far from my heart that I have actually no idea some of what I've said because I channel information. I'm going to give you a model now. So most of you will have heard about SMART. So specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, time-bound. It was a system, a process created in the 1950s. We're now in the 21st century. We have moved on. SMART is good. There's bits missing. I'm, I'm not dissing SMART. I've been teaching Chief Exec SMART for a very long time. My background is leadership and management consultancy. So if any of you have got businesses and you want support with any of this, please reach out. I'm here to help. I'm here, I'm here for you to design and create the future that you desire and deserve. SMART is good. SMART doesn't cover everything that the 21st century requires. It doesn't cover everything that employees who are in the 20, working in the 21st century want either. It comes from a different age. It comes from an industrial age where people were managed by objectives. And that, of course, within business, I'm changing focus slightly here, but within business, you need to manage by objectives because you need to know that what you're paying your staff to do is being done. You need to be able to measure your um, the objectives that your staff are doing. You need to do that. Otherwise, you're not going to get the results that you want in your business either. So talk to me about that. Very happy to help you with that if you if you want me to. So smart works, but it's not enough anymore. And I've come up with a, a, a process, a system called structure. So what does structure stand for? I'm just going to read the words out that make up the acronym. So system, target, relevant, understand, communicate, time, understood, review and evaluate. So what does that mean? You need a system to record what is going on and to use for a performance review, whether that be your performance review or your team's performance review or your business's performance review. You do not want to be scrambling around at some later point to work out what went right and what went wrong. Get the system in place initially, get that as a foundation and everything else becomes so much easier. It also provides you with your story. It provides you with a story to create. It provides you with a story to promote when you need to and want to do that. It can be really simple initially. It could be on an Excel spreadsheet. It could be a filing system on your PC. It doesn't matter, but create that system. Have a system in place. You need a target. It's absolutely vital. If you don't have a target, what are you working towards? A bit like the plane I was talking about earlier. They arrive at their destination more often than not within five minutes of their due arrival time. If you can't measure it, you can't manage it. If you don't have a target, 
what are you working towards? Now that target can be plus, it can be minus, it can be quality, it can be quantity. There's a lot in this, but you have to have a target. It has to be relevant. And what do I mean by relevant? It's relevant to you without any doubt. What is the relevance of this to you? If you are sharing it with your team, with your organization, work out the relevance to the individual that you're asking to do the thing for you. Work out the relevance to the team that you may be asking to do the thing for you. Work out the relevance to the business, to the organization of why that business organization needs to do the thing that you are just about to put into process. The relevance of the situation allows you to, when you communicate, which is the C within structure, to express it in a way that everybody can then buy into. It gives you the explanation so that they understand it and you understand it and it is understood by all. So understand and understood are two different things. Please bear that in mind. When people understand something and it is understood by them, they will buy into the vision far easier. It needs to be time bound. So not only time bound is when do you want it done by, but how long is it going to take? If you are teaching somebody how to do something you do, so you're delegating it, or you're doing something for yourself for the first time, you have to make time in your diary to do that. If you are teaching somebody how to do the thing, it's going to take them a lot longer than it takes you because they've not done it before. You also need to remember what you have forgotten. Remember, we go into habit mode. You have to remember what you have forgotten to teach the thing to somebody else. I use some very technical words in my work, stuff, thing, and it covers so much because I'm talking in a generic mode here. You need to review. So review how things are going, review things linked to the time, review how the other person's feeling, review how you're feeling, review how you're doing, because the review will keep you on track. It will also allow you not to be surprised when you get to the end of the process and you haven't achieved what it is you want to achieve. So review and set those review dates, milestones, whatever you want to call them, into your diary. And then the very final one, which is evaluate. Evaluate because you can. Evaluate your successes. Evaluate maybe what went right, maybe, which is your successes. Evaluate what went wrong. Evaluate to realign the goal. Evaluate to learn for the next time. Evaluate to improve systems. Evaluate to speed the process. Evaluate to deepen relationships. Evaluate to assess the finance costs. Evaluate to assess the profit margins. Evaluate to reward contribution. Evaluate because you can. When you evaluate something, you really do work out, A, whether it was worthwhile, B, it can be made better, and C, even if you, in reality, need to continue. 
excuse me, I hiccuped then, apologies about that. So this is a relatively long episode on goal setting, but it's much deeper than goal setting because please remember we are all goal driven all of the time. So please make your goals conscious, make them structured and get out there in that world and do what it is you were put on this planet to do. Remember, we're all born perfect and then stuff happens, stuff influences us. Remember the joy you had of the creativity when you were a child. Remember that joy of not knowing you couldn't do something. Remember who you were. Remember what you can be. Create what you can be because we all can. If you're not happy where you are, do something about it. Now, happy is an internal process. We can be happy in the direst of situations if we allow ourselves to be. And if you really want something different, if you want a different outcome, you want a different result, you can. Believe me, you can. Because if I can, and I have, and I did, you can. If anybody wants any more support, any more help with any of this, please reach out to me. Julie Hogbin, I'm on all the social media platforms, the majority of them. I am on email, find my website, message me through your preferred channel and I will support you with this. I have such a deep belief and a deep rooted oh, being within me that says, you know what, we need to step up. And I'm not, not really liking this phrase, but we need to step up. We need to stand out. We're born to be beautiful. We're born to be perfect. And then something happens. So let's get you out into the world to make a difference. Be mad, make a difference and do what you were put on this planet to do. Now you can earn money from that. I know finance is so important and you can earn money from what you love. You just need to know how to do it. And for a while, you might do something you don't love to give you the freedom to do what you love. There is a delayed gratification in some of this. I mean, please hear that. Nothing is an overnight success or very, very, very little is an overnight success. And you can do it. Just got to keep on track, keep on that path, keep on that journey. Happy New Year, everyone. Whenever you are listening to this recording, Happy New Year, because your year can start now. It does not have to start on the 1st of January. Anyway, have a good one. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Conscious Leadership Podcast. If you have any questions, please contact me on any one of the social media channels. I'm on most of them, including Clubhouse and YouTube, and my books are on Amazon. If you would like a topic discussed, please tell me. And if you have found this information useful, please share and please leave a review.